Looking to take your entrepreneurial skills to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Just Take Action with your host, Joe McCabe. Hey everyone, Joe McCabe here with Joe Masalta live at the Remax office. Um, Going to do a little shorter podcast today, but talk a little bit about um, some some cool news recently, some stuff that happened down at uh, NAR, the NAR convention in Washington D.C., um, and then touch a little bit on our uh, Redfin Remax exclusive partnership that was terminated very swiftly. Um, so, hey Joe, hey, how you doing? Good, Good morning. So, um, so yeah, I don't know if anyone saw the, the speech, uh, watched Donald Trump's speech, not political or anything. Uh, we're not going to go there, but, um, thought it was pretty good. You know, a big backer of real estate, the real estate community in general. And, um, you know, he started off, I thought it was pretty funny. He said, uh, he said, I feel like home and then I'm paraphrasing out, but he said something like, um, sorry, I had to take an eight year leave, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then it got quiet for a second. Everyone started laughing. Um, but assuming the sale, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's assuming yeah. the, he's assuming Super the, eight years. um, but he did get a lot of standing ovations, 11 standing ovations. He talked a lot about unemployment, um, how the unemployment numbers are, are way, uh, the lowest they've ever been since like 69, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, he talked about the amount of blue collar jobs he's created, which is obviously the majority of our, our clients. So it's, yeah. it's huge for us. Um, and I think today, uh, today, even he dropped the tariff on, on the steel tax Perfect. or he dropped the steel, the steel tariff. So he's making a lot of moves. Um, but I think there were 2000 real estate brokers down there. And, um, he talked a lot about how real estate's in his blood and, you know, it's in, it's obviously in our blood. And, um, even as he's driving through DC, he talked a lot about how all he thinks about is what can I do with that building? Can I convert that <laughs> building? What could I turn it into? Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of cool little stuff that he kind of mentioned going through it that that maybe was never um, prime news. Like something about when is a lake considered a lake? Apparently, he yeah. had lost a deal over that. Um, but if you have a hole that fills up twice a year or something, uh-huh. they consider that a lake. Who would think of these things? So for somebody that, that went through <laughs> that someone's it. that's going through yeah. it, exactly. And uh, so apparently, he lost a big deal in northern up in upstate New York. They were going to wow. do luxury condos. Okay. Yeah, and so he lost that deal. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's because, probably where a billion dollars went to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Billy. Um, and then, of course, he did his normal uh, – he trashed uh, Nancy Pelosi. This is good, know, man. His That's normal fine. stuff. His yeah. normal stuff. Yeah, um, yeah he, he rolled with that. But, um, yeah, it was good. I thought it was a nice speech. Uh, he talked about you know a lot of the opportunity zones, which mm-hmm. is major, major, major stuff. Uh, opportunity zones that are existing – um, he kind of said that, you know, Ben Carson himself, they all really pushed for this. Um, but now it's up to the real estate brokers to really antagonize that and get it out there and right. get people to actually use them. So that's what brokers are for. That's what antagonize they're for. Antagonize and make it happen. Yeah. He actually <laughs> called a, a good broker similar to a good surgeon. <laughs> so we always hear that joke where they say, you know, if people ask you to take a cut on your commission, they say, would you ask your surgeon to take a cut? So. I don't know. I think that's yeah. a little extreme, but yeah. <laughs> it's a little extreme, <laughs> just a little, but, um, depends if I can afford it or not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And then he joked about commission. He said, uh, um, what do you say? Here's his quote. I'm re- I got the Inman article up. 
Um, he joked that he was famous for trying to only pay brokers a 1% commission. Everybody booed him. He said, but don't worry, nobody accepted it. But I tried like hell. I get it down to 4 or 5%. <laughs> so, But he also said there were some times where deals were really, really successful, and yeah. he would just pay the broker more, you know, yeah. another couple percentage points because they earned it. Um, I think he, he talked about the sale of Mirlago, and that was a $100 million sale, and he paid his broker more money for that. Wow. Yeah. Was. Mm-hmm. That would have been a nice broker. Yeah. Involved Big check. A couple million dollars. One, <laughs> yeah. one deal. One deal. So. See you later. But yeah, thought it was cool. Um, definitely cool to have the, the president. Um, the last time a president spoke was uh, at the NAR convention. It was 2005. George W. Bush. Okay. I think 05. I hope so. Watch everyone. I'll say Joe's an idiot. He doesn't even know when Bush was president. Uh, yeah, I think it was 05, right? He was in in 05. I don't know. I well, close there. enough. Close enough. Close enough. He spoke at some point. Close enough for real estate work. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Close enough. Yeah. But they said we're like a good surgeon, not a good news reporter. Um, I don't think anybody really remembers Bush. Nobody remembers Bush. No. No, he's just... Bush is kind of crazy. <laughs> His brother couldn't win, so we forgot about him. Um, so... The REMAX Redfin partnership, I think we talked about that on our podcast a few months ago when it first happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a big deal in the industry because obviously you've got two brands, REMAX, who's your traditional um, transactional real estate broker, yeah. you know, the 6% model and, you know, 3% split to buy side listing side. Partner with Redfin, who's kind of trying to revolutionize a lot of things, salaried agents, uh, reduced commissions to get listings, all the stuff that we kind of hate, yeah. you know, and we kind of loathe people that do that because it's damaging to the industry. Um, important point, you know, I think is that all these companies that are trying to change the industry, you honestly need to stop because you're talking about a, uh, uh, the second largest lobbying organization dollar wise in the entire country mm-hmm. and the number one body wise. So if you think you're changing this industry, you're wrong. There's power in numbers. Yeah. And actually, Trump said that in his speech, too. Yeah. And he joked about this uh, lawsuit over the 6% commission. Again, yeah. good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah. It's like running into a mob thinking you're going to be victorious. Right. One guy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this isn't Gladiator Day. It's yeah. not a movie. Right. It's not, it's not um, uh, Xbox where yeah. you have like a reset button after you get shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good luck. But uh, – these, these, these like companies like Redfin think they're going to change the industry. They're just kind of like, to me, you know, maybe it's just a region I'm in, but I just think they're kind of like leeches out yeah. there just trying to take a percentage of a huge industry. Right. So they have, you know, some way to pay their rent or something. I mean, I know they have no market share here. Yeah. And even if you look at the, um, the stats out there, even in like California, places out on the West Coast where these companies begin, all these tech companies – they still have zero market share compared to your boutique brands that have been there forever, your mom and pops, and even the large brands like Remax. They just they don't compare. They're no. babies. You know, they make a lot of noise. Cool, they can go out on the stock market and raise a lot of money, but at the end of the day, you have no market share. But you hit it right there. Tech companies, wherever I don't even know where Red Company started at, but you know, if, if you're the owner, you just want to make couple dollars have you know make a couple million yeah great good for you you did it you're yeah. successful i mean you're successful there why not keep the machine going whatever but yeah. uh um 
that's all it is, you know. Right. You get 50 agents in each state, and uh, you're going to make some money. Right. You make some money, but but you're not a major player. Right. Um, but here we are talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> here we are talking about them. Yeah. A little ways. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, like, it's like, like, as, like EXP and all these other companies. It's like, relax with all the hype. Like, yeah. you have, like, I know in Connecticut for sure they have 125 agents in the entire state. Wow. It's like... Okay. okay. Like we have, we basically have that in our office. Yeah. You know, and we've done that in since October. And that's kind of because you know you think, oh, 125, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a baby no, weight. I mean, compare it to what's really happening. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. You know. And I, I get like I do a lot of marketing towards yeah. just every agent in general, and I'll get EXP agents who are so enthusiastic about their brand, and they'll reply, "We've done so many transactions since X." Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, dude, there's some curse words in there normally from them. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> so, of course, I'll shoot back and be like, hey, no offense, but that, that's like baby shit you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. How like, many, like in, in Connecticut, you said 125 agents? I think they have 125. How many agents you have here at your office? Uh, we're up to like 63 now. 63 now. Yeah. In just your one office yeah. right here. Yep. And how long have you been in business here? We've been uh, October. October. Yeah. yeah. October here. Just three agents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yep. We started off with like nine. Yeah. Left Plymouth meeting, came here. and. Boom. Not even full twelve months. Yeah. What's going to happen over the next six months? Right, right. You know? I just don't think that, like, you know, your hundred percent model that doesn't attract the right agent. Yeah, no. you know, that's that's your part timer that doesn't renew anyway. Yeah, but they're not coming. They're not going to be successful in the industry. But but then they try to they try to uh, make it more attractive by by lowering the pay rate. Of those that are true experts. Yes, yeah. and the profit share bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, those models are no good. Those yeah. models are – agents should be out there selling. I personally have a goal to just go take every Redfin listing there is out there. Yeah, just I, go I, steal I just them, them all. sitting on the market for months and months and yeah. years even at times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's the other thing. If you have to sell something, why would you want someone to sell something who's on a salary? Yeah. What's their incentive? They're getting paid either way. Yeah. Yeah, they may get a bonus. But, you know, for selling that, I'm sure they get a bonus for selling that listing, but they get a salary. Yep. doesn't really add up in sales. Not, yeah, exactly. You know, I know at, our, at the at Homefront Mortgage, we do the same thing. It's it's um, it's structured so that the, the loan officers and the processing company, their commission. Mm-hmm. You get paid when the loan closes. Otherwise, you're not doing shit. So we're not going to pay you yeah. and just trust that you're working. Cause I, I don't think salaries are effective. You're hungry. Yeah. And that's, that's this industry. You have to be hungry to be successful. Yeah. You have to be hungry to make it. Are you just going to wash up and you'll die. You're yeah. done. You'll die. And that's fine. There's that's fine. At least more for other people that are hungry. Right. But I think the moral of the story is stay hungry. Keep going after it. Don't let the red fins and all these other yahoos uh, annoy you or get right. into your skin or entice you. Yeah, you know, they're not doing anything uh, great. They don't have great market share. Um, The profit share is bullshit because they can't retain people. So, you know, kind of need the other people to get the profit share. That's how that works. And um, and it's just not attracting the right person. You know, you don't have top producers there. And, um, you know, anybody can write a big ass check and get someone to switch companies, too. So you see that, too. So you may not know the backstory, you know. Um, you know, you see, uh, like Keller Williams in Philly just picked up a lot of big teams. You're naive if you believe that they switched there for the Keller Williams culture. You know, that's not true. There were a lot of zeros on a piece of paper somewhere. Uh 
And that's why they moved. That's it. It's plain and simple. You know, you put a million dollars in front of someone and you might move. You might move. You might move. You might move. Yeah. So, but anyway, this, so this Redfin, this new program they're rolling out, uh, not long after the Remax partnership, um, is that, is that Remax rolled out Redfin, or I'm sorry, Redfin rolled out Redfin Direct, the new service we're piloting in Boston for Redfin's listing customers to get offers from unrepresented buyers. Um, they, uh, they, they claim that they briefed Remax on it prior to announcing the partnership, um, but Remax has become concerned because they believe it undermines the standing of North American buyer agents. Um, and Redfin acknowledges that you know they understand the concern and that they'd love to remain partners on that referral service with Remax agents. But the idea is that like they just don't, you know, they they clearly don't care. So yeah. that partnership with Remax didn't mean too much to them. Um, they believe that they're innovative. Still, they believe that they're giving the best products to their customers, and now they believe that it's their ethical duty to provide as many offers to clients as possible. I see a lot of problems with that. Yeah, I mean. How does your normal person going for the American dream of owning one property their entire life, yeah. paying it down over 30 years, and that being their retirement plan, know anything enough about a real estate transaction to do it themselves? Mm -hmm. Every, I mean, even when you get a title policy from a title company, usually it's the buyer's agent who's handling clearing all that shit up with the seller's agent. Yeah. So you're trying to cut someone out of the transaction. I, I, I think it's, it's, puff, it's, it's puffing. It's not real. Like that's, that's, there's not an actual need for that in the market. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's a joke that they're going to list properties and, and tell these customers that there's a chance that they're not going to have to pay a buyer's agent. And also is that an issue too? Because what if, what if I write an offer on one of these listings as a buyer's agent, are you going to accept the other offer just because you don't have to pay a commission? You know? So their goal is to present as many offers to the but cut a buyer's agent out. Okay, cut the buyer's agent. Yeah, out. yeah. It's, and they're saying they basically have an ethical obligation to present all offers. The thought that just comes to my head is, you know, it's a partnership. Yeah, it takes two. Yeah, two people, two entities to really make that that deal come together. Right. And and um, it's funny because like, even though you have a seller agent, a buyer's agent. Those two agents are actually working together to make this deal happen. Right, right. Okay. Um, they might negotiate a few things, but they're still working together to make the deal happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and someone's got to really both yeah, parties. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you just don't believe in partnerships, then, you know, yeah. good luck with that. But because it's a shitty way to sell. Yeah. It's a shitty way to sell. Like their whole, their whole, their real value add to a transaction is you pay less. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. You know, if I wanted to pay less, I'd buy IKEA. And who does it help? Does it help the buyer or does it help the seller? Just the seller. Just the seller. Yeah. So are they really for who are they really for? All they are is for the seller. They're not really for the the holistic um, utopian society of, of helping out the greater good of everybody no, involved. They're not. No. They're not. No. 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 They seem like, oh yeah, we're gonna save you money. No, you're gonna save the seller money. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I think people see through that, you know, and yeah. I think a lot of the times people know a realtor, right? People, mm -hmm. people will, um, people want to work with big name brands and yeah. things like that. And I know, I know in Philadelphia, like Remax, I mean, Redfin has zero brand 
And what does that do to the market, though? So, like, let's take a home, and let's just use arbitrary numbers and not worry about locations. But let's just take a home, and let's just say uh, we're at a height of a market, and that home's going to sell for two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and you're at the height of the market, and then there is no buyer agent involved here. Yeah. So the buyer comes in and pays that max amount, that two fifty. Let's just yeah. Okay, let's not get into all the details here. Pays the max amount of two fifty. The seller walks away with his maximum amount of his pocket. And then what happens five, ten years down the road when that buyer, who's now the new homeowner, wants to sell this property, yet it's underwater? Mm, right, because they paid the wrong amount because they didn't have anybody there to help them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Then then are they going to, like, how's that, what's that going to do yep. to the local economy? Yeah, that's the economy overall, like, the real estate market overall. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. We still have houses that are underwater now. So overall, who's Redfin really looking out for? Are they even looking out for their for their sellers? Well, they're, they're looking out for themselves. themselves. They're looking and out for the immediate and, and calling it ethical. Yeah, calling it yeah. ethical. Mm -hmm. And the immediate now, right. money's in my pocket now, today. Right, right, right. Not the reoccurring kind. Like, you know, all these places at some period of time, right. whether it's, you know, 877 whatever street, is going to be back on the market at some point, yeah. you know, and not able to sell. It, exactly, not able to sell. We're short selling. So now we're short the selling. Area. Yeah, you know. So, so are they really? I mean, what it's they like just, starting wars over oil. Yeah, yeah. They just you know? screwed over the lenders. Yeah, you know. I guess it's just a bad, bad model. Mm -hmm. Really bad. I mean, I you could really study this. I mm -hmm. think I just you brought it to my attention this morning, Joe, and I just thought about it for half a second while you were talking. I'm like, wow, this well, doesn't sound so good. Also, they're rolling out. Um, an interesting thing, Redfin Mortgage. So yeah. it's like, well, now that buyer's agent is not represented by a buyer's agent who would normally, or that, that buyer is not represented by a buyer's agent who would normally recommend that they use one of their lenders or allow that buyer to just work with their local bank. Mm -hmm. Now Redfin's probably thinking, well, we can capture them, get them to use Redfin Mortgage, you know, maybe get them to use a Redfin buyer's agent if they're really not comfortable buying on their own. I think it's a, a creative way for them to try to keep more deals in-house. The only house. thing they're leaving out, the only piece of that yeah. puzzle that they're leaving out is the appraiser. Yeah. All right. they need to do is get the, the appraisal in yep. place in-house, yep. and then they can appraise the property of whatever they want to appraise yep. the property they at, yep. and they get the mortgage on it for whatever they want to do, and then bam, we got another bubble. Yep. Great. Thanks a lot, Redfin. Yeah. Awesome. Way awesome. to really help out the real estate it's market. Really work. Yeah. Yeah. What Joe's talking about is called an appraisal management company, and- uh you know, and their appraisal review teams, they, they have these in-house with a lot of lenders now. You know, they're coming back mm -hmm. to where that lender can make their own judgment call on certain appraisals. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of scary. Is that absolutely scary? Like, you're doing away with the checks and balances that are in the system. And we all seen what happened with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. It, it might have took 20 years or so, but we still saw what happened. It caught up. Yeah. It caught up. So. Yeah. So, moral of the story you know, tech is great. Mm -hmm. Tech is great. Uh, but relationships are better and, uh, buyers need buyers agents, buyers need representation. Um, they really don't know the ins and outs of a transaction. Yeah. You, you don't, um, shit. We've worked with real estate. Uh, we've worked with attorneys that don't know the ins and outs. There are great brokers out there and they say all the time, you know, Every transaction is different. Yeah. Um, I, there's, yeah. I, I, there's time when, when just, I mean, people with vast amounts of experience, right. you know? So to sit here and say that a buyer who's bought 
let's say there's a buyer out there and thinks he's real savvy because he's bought 10 homes. Right. Like, that's nothing compared to, like, how many homes have you, how many transactions? 112. Huh? Uh, well, 112 for myself, plus probably another 250 or so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just alone. Yeah. And, and every time there's something new, something. every transaction, something's fucked up. There's something new about yeah. that deal. Yeah, exactly. And it's because you're dealing with people and everybody's different. Right. It, that's one reason. But uh, anyways, point being is, no, buyers typically don't know um, as much as they need to know. Yeah. And yeah. if they need an expert with them to help guide them through or ask questions, you know, so. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. You should want to work with a commission market. guy. You should work, want to work with someone who's commissioned, who only gets paid if you get to buy your house. Yeah. Because otherwise, what are they working for? You know, they're, they're working for their salary. And, you know, uh, you've worked with salaried people. They don't give a shit. No. They don't give a shit. And there's a lot of studies on that. The people who are salaried, what do they work like in a nine-hour shift? Yeah. They actually work like three hours three of hours, that. Exactly. Like there's, there's studies out there that exist like that. They, Whereas I know realtors that, you know, um, like Khalid, he's here every morning. Uh, prospecting all day. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what happens when you're commissioned. You have to, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to, you got to go out there and get it. Yeah. So exactly. Look at your uh, coworkers there. And that's why the, at the, at the uh, typical W2 nine to five job, yeah. there's so much money spent in that industry. How do we increase productivity? How right. do we get them working more? Right. And so with that, just saying, I mean, here, make them commission. I don't, they're either feast or famine, yeah. you know? You know what else? The um, And I, I think Redfin has, like, they've got, like, a weird structure where some of their agents are just showing agents and they only get paid to show houses. They don't get a commission on that. Um, they got they got weird structures. But have you ever tried to get a hold of a Redfin listing agent? Yes, I did. I have, too. It's crazy, isn't There's it? There's no cell phone number. No, no, no. It's like an office line. I get, like, a... Automated An automated recording. response, yes. too, from the text. Uh, then yeah. I get a call back. Yeah. And then I'm talking to some, like, operator. Yeah. I don't even know where they're at. And then a couple days or a week, a couple weeks later, it just depends. Right. I'll get a call from the agent. Right. You know? Right. So that's why I go directly to the homeowner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're one of those but agents. But most people don't that, have that information, right? Yeah. But if you're just driving around, you're a buyer, hey, look, those. Hey, honey, let's go drive around trying to find some properties. Yeah. We can do it on our own because Redfin says we can. Right. You know? Well, they can't answer your damn phone on the weekend. Exactly. So uh, they're going to end up calling Remax or anyone else anyway. Yeah. And um, how is that in the best interest of the, the seller? Yeah. They can't even answer their own phone. I don't know. Point of I, the story. My, my, my takeaway is that, that Redfin is trying to crash the market. Yeah, they're evil. Get away from they're evil. evil. Get away, get away from, from evil. They're evil. You know, they're evil. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like bad dad. You know, there's evil. Eliminate yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They don't they don't go anywhere. Ramadi, yeah. there's evil. Ramadi. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. I guess just uh, you know, if you're an agent, don't get sucked into these hundred percent brands. You know, you you shouldn't want to work for a company that's broke anyway. Yeah. And if they're hundred percent. Uh, something doesn't add up there. Um, you shouldn't want to work for a broker that's broke. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you just, uh, you know, don't buy into the bullshit. Don't feed into it. You need to work for a successful company, one that's been out there a long time, one that has real brand recognition. Uh, Remax is a number one in the world, number one in the in the country. And uh, in Canada, they just absolutely destroy Canada. I mean, there's nothing but Remax signs there. So, you know, Consider your options, but don't, connect Canada. don't go somewhere gimmicky. <laughs> That's for sure. 
So, all right, guys, have a, have a great week. It's Monday. Get out there and kill it. Uh, plenty of deals for everybody. The market's still hot. Awesome. Signing off. Awesome.